Welcome to the Pro Football Network Betting Podcast. Uh, I am Chief Content Officer David Behrman, along with Betting Director Brian Lewis. This is the first Thursday night football preview betting podcast that we've had. We're going to come with you every single Thursday and Monday to preview the primetime games, and we'll have a full slate for Sunday's action that will debut uh, on Friday. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, the season's here, Brian. We got the world champion Kansas City Chiefs on ring night hosting and banner night, you call it, hosting the upstart Detroit Lions, which a lot of teams, uh, a lot of people are high on. Um, this line started out at minus seven, and it was still minus seven not too long ago, but obviously a lot of things in the news lately with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to kick it to you. First of all, welcome to the pod. It's going to be a great season with me and you on every single Thursday, Friday, and Monday. But after you introduce yourself, talk a little bit about what we're seeing with this line movement. Yeah, no, we're going to, um, as David mentioned, we'll be um, giving you podcasts three times a week for each of the primetime games and then previewing the Sunday slate. But the season already started and we already have uh, major injury news for the first game of the season. I mean, after Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey are the undisputed two most important players for the Chiefs. And while Chris Jones is out due to contract reasons, we already lost potentially Travis Kelsey for week one and potentially more due to a practice injury, which has already had a major impact on the lines. I mean, you mentioned the line was at minus seven, minus six and a half, depending on what, what book you're at. And now the line has dropped down to as low as minus four and a half at DraftKings. I mean, the line initially dropped a point to five and a half. And then we saw a large, a, even more movement as like the day went on, as probably more people were hammering the Lions because the general public and any NFL fan sees first Chris Jones out, then Travis Kelsey. You got to take the Lions now is what conventional wisdom probably is there. Yeah, and this is a very interesting uh, take in, in terms of what the public and the Sharps are doing because, I mean, and on one side you have the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they've won two of the last four Super Bowls. Uh, they're a heavy public betting team. But those who pay attention to to the spreads and the standings like you and I do would know that the Kansas City Chiefs were not exactly a betting juggernaut last year. They were under 500 in terms of covering the spread. Uh, they were not a team that covered big numbers at all. If they were a touchdown or more favorite, they tended not to cover. Whereas the Detroit Lions were one of the best covered teams in football last year. And we'll get more into the pick for the game in, in a few minutes. Uh, but But early on when this line first came out, we had a column. Uh, first thoughts on this game and other week one games. And I took the Lions at seven for those very reasons that Kansas City doesn't cover numbers and Detroit does. Now, it's a new year. It's a new thing. You never know. It is, you know, ring night, banner night, a lot of emotion out there. But the drastic move in the line, and I'm going to throw this your way if you think it's an overreaction, Detroit has become a very public team. We've talked about it before on how um, Dan Campbell is is the favorite to win coach of the year because of the betting. The Lions winning the division of the favorite. The Lions win total is favored towards the over. A lot of Detroit Lions betting going on, and we're seeing that all week. With you, You've worked for Caesar Sportsbook for years. You've never seen a tight end move the line two and a half points. Oh, no shot ever. But if any tight end could do it, it is Travis Kelsey, especially in his role in this offense as their undisputed number one option. And it goes, we always talk about how quarterbacks and, and and big time running backs and wide receivers are the ones that move the lines. And there's maybe 10 players in football that you can count on to have drastic line moves. We saw it last year with Jalen Hurts' injury that came out of nowhere uh, that moved that line five, six, seven points. Uh, we've seen articles written in the past on which players do it. Uh, but for Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs to now only be four and a half point favorites, that's an extremely big line move. 
Oh, absolutely. And you nailed it earlier talking about how the Chiefs aren't good at covering these big numbers versus the Lions are frisky underdogs. I believe they're five and two ATS as road underdogs last year. And you mentioned the Lions are very overhyped going to the season. It'd be one thing to back them if they're home if they're favorite start the season, but this is a favorable spot for them and when you want to back them in. But if they win this week, that's when you want to start fading them because the hype will only increase. Right. And we've seen that before with work week one overreactions, which we will get into next week as the lines. That's my favorite week to bet every single year is week two, because week one, everybody's yep. paying attention and everybody overreacts and the lines week two, you can jump on. Uh, but some of the stats that Brian gave out and I gave out about ATS stuff and notes for these teams and players. If you want more of that, make sure you go to profootballnetwork.com and click on our betting section. Uh, Kyle Sapi, our fantasy and betting analyst has a, predictions and trends piece out today where he gives you trends on all of the week one games, obviously heavily on the Detroit and Kansas city game. And then tomorrow PFN analyst Trey Wingle will have an entire column dedicated to this lions chiefs game. So as we're now getting into this game, uh, let's talk about what we all love to do is props. Everyone loves props. It used to be side and total for every single game, but as betting has become more and more popular across this country, more and more props are out there and you're never going to get any more props outside of the Super Bowl than you do for the first game of the season. So I'm going to throw it to you. Is there anything that stands out to you for a prop or anything you want to look at moving forward? Yeah. The two guys that stand out for me are the two running backs on the Detroit lions. Let's start with David Montgomery, who for a running back, he signed a pretty big contract in free agency. He was one of the few running backs that did get paid this off season. And he's replacing Jamal Williams in that, goal line back role and he knows he's going, to get, he's going to get the ball if they paid him this much money i believe six million per year in free agency so he has set there's 17 rushing touchdowns to make up them for jamal williams and david montgomery might actually be a better running back and better equipped for that type of role so i'm looking at anytime touchdown odds right now and they're at plus 120 if he is going to see some similar usage in the goal lines that williams did last year you're not gonna get a number like this ever again so that's a number I'm looking at going against the Chiefs rushing defense that doesn't have Chris Jones in there. That seems like a no-brainer to me. And then for another – sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say that that sounds like a good one, and I, I wanted to tee you up for a little mini contest we're going to do on this podcast uh, every Thursday and Monday night. Uh, popular, popular things to do on these primetime games is, is touchdown props. You just mentioned David Montgomery, anytime touchdown prop. First touchdown prop is a very popular thing. First basket in the NBA, uh, no run first inning. There's a whole lot of things that people like to get instant gratification on. And with primetime games with a huge audience, first touchdown props are, are very popular. You'll see boosts across the board from all of the books out there. So what are we going to do with the first touchdown props? Well, let's keep it with uh, David Montgomery. So I'm going to take him anytime touchdown plus 120, and then I'll do a little flyer on him first touchdown on plus 1,000. And the most imp- it's always important to shop for odds across different sports books, but for no market, is that more important than first touchdown odds? Because the gap could be enormous from book to book, especially since it's a pretty volatile market. It's really important to make sure you get the best odds for who you want to pick. So I have a little conundrum here. I have never made more money than I've made off Travis Kelsey to be the first touchdown scorer. If you were to go back the last three years of betting first touchdown props, and if I were to get a spreadsheet out, which I don't have, but it's in my head, and rank them top to bottom of who has won me the most money on touchdown props, it's been Travis Kelsey, who is likely not going to play. So I got to go elsewhere. Got to go elsewhere to find it. And quite frankly, I have no idea who's going to catch the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
not even sure I know who's going to run the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. But one guy who was very impressive late last season, who won me a fantasy title and almost won me another one, was was Jared McKinnon. Uh, he was scoring left and right last year. He was not on anybody's radar the first couple of weeks of the season. Was probably a very popular player to be dropped during the fantasy season. And then if you picked him up at the right time, which is what's funny about fantasy, you can go from having a guy out of nowhere to scoring seven or eight touchdowns over a four game period. So I'm going to, I'm going to reward him. Plus he's got anywhere from 12 to 14 to one odds, depending on, like you said, shopping the books. So I'm gonna hop on Jerry McKinnon to be the first touchdown scorer. I figured Patrick Mahomes is going to throw the ball somewhere. So why not throw it to a guy who caught many passes last year and turned a lot of them into touchdowns and get a 12 to one shot of McKinnon. We're going to, we're going to start with a little bit longer odds than normal. Like I usually like to get Travis Kelsey at seven, eight to one. But as we've discussed, that's not a bet you can make this week. No, and I usually like to go longer than 10 to one for first touchdown score, but I'm kind of running out of options this game right here because I don't know who's going to be the focal point in the Chiefs offense and the skill position guys. And for the Lions, I'm just going to run it back to Dave Montgomery who will have scoring a touchdown, hoping to double dip on first touchdown. Now, speaking of promos, if you're in an area that has DraftKings, I'm going to assume almost every state that has it will have this promo. They do have the, if your team goes up seven promo, you automatically win your money line bet. And basically what that means is if you take the Chiefs and they go up seven, you win your bet. If you take the Lions and they go up seven, you win your bet. No matter what happens the rest of the game, it's automatically the bet is over. Obviously, the value would be on the underdog uh, because you'd have to lay a lot of juice with the Kansas City Chiefs. So with this promo, I'll just tell you what I did and you can tell me what, what you like. As soon as that news broke yesterday with Travis Kelsey, of course, I took care of business on, on, on the staff and made sure everybody was doing what we needed to do. But then I hopped right on there knowing that promo was there. I hadn't taken it yet. Um, I, I took the lions at, at plus 200, knowing that line was going to drop. And now you can see it at plus 180, plus 170 in some places, but I got them at plus 200. Do I think they're going to win the game? No, I still like the Kansas city chiefs here, but they only the lions only have to lead by seven at any point in the game. And I think they can do that win the coin toss and take the ball and score. But if they're up seven at any point, I'm winning two to one. I think there's good value there. So I'm going to be taking that one. I already took it as well. No, I did the same thing, except I was a little late to doing it. Well, these later than you were, because I got them at plus 190. With this type of promo, I'm rarely going to back a heavy favorite, especially in the NFL, where these there's so many different lead changes in these games. And especially with the Chiefs, who are always going to be pretty much heavy favorites, no matter who they play. And we've seen them get the slow starts pretty frequently. They've seen, we've seen them fall behind seven points, 14 points start a game, and they eventually come back. But you don't have to worry about that here because you get to cash your ticket if you have the Lions and they take a 7 nothing lead to start the game. That's another reason why I did David Montgomery first touchdown. So I have my bets to be correlated. So if they take a 7 nothing lead to start the game with Montgomery touchdown, then I'm cashing both bets right away. Okay, we've talked player props. We've talked promos. We've talked about injuries. Let's actually get to the bread and butter of what a lot of people are going to be talking about. The current line is Kansas City minus 4. Total is 52, and the money line is somewhere in the neighborhood of 190 to 200 on the Chiefs. And uh, the Detroit money line is now down to plus 165 in some places, 180 in others. So you can see that number dropping rapidly. So, you know, some of us got in early, and that we did a column. So I did get in on the Detroit Lions plus seven in our first column that was released months ago. But if you were betting the game now at four and a half, 52, does either one of those interest you on either side? Not at four and a half, just because if I'm betting the Lions right now at plus four and a half, 
I just feel bad about missing out on two points of value, even though I couldn't have predicted that Travis Kelsey was going to be out. I was leaning that way if I had a lean before that injury. But now that I've missed out on it, I don't feel comfortable taking them at four and a half. And I think that's still too many points for me to feel comfortable taking the Chiefs. So I'm going to stay away from taking a side in this one. I'm going to add one more player prop with Jameer Gibbs over three and a half receptions. We've seen reports about him being utilized more just a running back in his offense. And if you look at their skill position guys, especially wide receiver outside of Amon Ross St. Brown, it's Marvin Jones is a number two receiver right now. They have a rookie tight end. So there's so many targets up for grabs. And if they utilize Gibbs how we think they could, then this might be the lowest number you get him at all season long. And just to repeat what, what Brian said, sometimes the best bet is, is to not bet. And I'm not advocating for that because everybody likes the action. But if Brian doesn't find the value at four and a half when he could have gotten it at six and a half an hour earlier, then that's a smart move to not chase and take the four and a half. And I stated how I jumped on and took the money line. I took it before it crashed at plus 200 when it's currently plus 165. So as I previously stated, I took the seven weeks ago when we first did the column. If this four and a half continues to drop and you don't get these opportunities often, especially in the National Football League, we talked about how rare it is that the line moves as much as it does based on a tight end. This line gets to four presents an outstanding opportunity, at least for me, who took the seven to buy back at the minus four, which I think would be a tremendous overreaction to what Kansas city and Detroit can, can do in this game. If I can now get Kansas city minus four and have my Detroit plus seven, I have a middle situation. It's very rare that you can get a three point middle in a national football league. So I would take full advantage of that. And it's out there. If you had played this game weeks ago, you're going to have the opportunity to try to get a middle. What, what, what I mean by that is you can win them both. And that doesn't happen often. I know talk about sports betting and how hard it is to win, but if you took it Detroit plus seven, and you can get Kansas City minus four. If the Kansas City Chiefs win by five or six, you won both your bets. If they win by four, you pushed one and won the other. And if they win by seven, you pushed one and won the other. So there is an opportunity there to win double up if you got in on the right time. That's just the rare opportunity, which is what I'm likely to do because you're not going to, you might see that less than a handful of times during your 277 NFL games that will all be betting. Um, so that's where we're at with the side in total. You just gave uh, Jamar Gibbs prop. I'm going to give you one more prop, and then and then we'll uh, we'll recap and and talk about what's coming up next. Um, Patrick Mahomes two and a half pass touchdowns over plus one fourteen. So I also think this is an overreaction from Travis Kelsey potentially not playing and him really not knowing who he's going to be throwing to. In eight of the 16 games that Patrick Mahomes went from start to finish, and I throw out the last game of the season when they had everything clinched, in eight of those 16 games, he threw at least three touchdown passes. So that's 50% of the games, even if you throw the last game in there, just below 50%, and you're getting plus money at plus 114 for him to do it. Furthermore, of the eight times he did it last year, three of them were in primetime. Three of his five primetime games, he threw three touchdowns or more. And in season openers, 18 touchdowns and no interceptions in his career. So Patrick Mahomes shows up on primetime. Patrick Mahomes shows up in season openers. And Patrick Mahomes throws a lot of touchdown passes. So I'm going to be playing the over two and a half at plus 114 as one of my bets in this game to go along with the other stuff we talked about. So to recap, in our first betting podcast of the season with our games, Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Detroit Lions. The line is now minus four and a half and 52 is the total. 
I have the Lions at plus seven and will be taking Chiefs if it gets down to minus four, as well as Jerry McKinnon at 12 to one to be the first touchdown and Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns at plus 114. And I use the DraftKings up seven promo on the Lions at plus 200. Why don't you give our audience what recap what you've taken so far? Yeah, so I'm going with the Lions running backs in this one. David Montgomery, anytime touchdown, plus 120. David Montgomery, first touchdown score, 10 to 1. And Jameer Gibbs, over three and a half receptions at uh, minus 120, I believe. And I promise I won't be a coward every single one of these podcasts and, and avoid taking the side. It's just don't feel great taking the side when I could have gotten two points of value, and I don't like the Chiefs enough at four and a half. Hey, there's nothing wrong with passing and going in something else. And, and we do the Sunday slate tomorrow with special guest Kyle Soppy. There'll be a lot of passes or leans because you're not going to bet all 13 Sunday games or 14 if you include Sunday night football. So that's a wrap for our first Thursday night podcast. Uh, you can find us at profootballnetwork.com betting. Uh, we have a lot of good stuff out there today. We have Derek Tate's survivor article that's out there. We have Kyle Soppy's trends that you need to know to bet the entire week one slate as previously discussed Trey Wingo is going to have a complete breakdown of this game and then coming on Sunday we were going to have our best bets for the entire slate of course which you can get on our podcast on Friday but the article will be out Sunday morning as well so also tune in tomorrow or sorry tune in on Friday to hear our full slate and tune in on Monday to hear our picks on Monday night football. I promised you in and out in 10 to 15 minutes, as always take the over whenever I'm talking or Brian's talking. So right away, the over is one and Oh, cause we're at the 17 minute and 30 second mark. Uh, any last words, Brian? No, just by the time this podcast drops, we'll have some more content on the site at pfmbetting.com on the game. We'll have our picks and predictions, more betting staff, Kyle Sapi's same game parlay pick and uh, many more to, and uh, we'll be giving you all the picks and insight all season long. Absolutely. And follow us uh, at PFN three, six, five and at our betting handle, which is PFN betting at PFN betting. Or you can find Brian at, at Brian Bluis PFN or myself at, at David Behrman PFN. That's a wrap for today. Make sure you tune in and like what we're doing and then tune in on Friday and Monday as well. So for Brian, I'm David. May all your bets be winners. <laughs>